You're tuned into Psychic Parrot, the podcast about amazing animals and the strange power of pets with Al and Fred. Welcome back to Psychic Parrot. I'm your host this time, Alistair Goodwin. And I'm your research assistant, uh, Squawky. Pimply, squeakly, but uh, very curious, seventeen-year-old uh, uh, in the in the assistant in the lab, Frederick Ekoff, uh, has a special bond with the animals that we uh, do our experiments on. We're not called the psychic parrots for uh, nothing. We have to We're not figure smart out smart parrot. Uh, so we can start with some uh, slams of facts in the table. Uh, there's um, there's a parrot uh, called uh, Einstein. Uh, he predicted uh, with success the Super Bowl winner in 2018 and 2019. Yeah, from how far away? Huh? Like from how long? So oh yeah, right before the final. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, the the internet is also full of parrots that predict uh, games in the soccer uh, world championship. But yeah. then you can argue, like I think straight away that all right, that, so they did just several videos of the parrot just going up and choosing which nut it would take because sure. it's very simple. It's like a flag on each side with a nut at it, and the nut yeah. it takes. It's like the psychic octopus that would also like. Which shrimp is it gonna be? Is it gonna be Peru or is it gonna be Saudi Arabia? Oh, <laughs> so I don't know how much weight I put into. That's funny to think predicting parrots, but it's a big thing. It's funny to think if there are some lost tapes for Einstein of like the actual other video of him choosing the other two. <laughs> yeah, that, like, like one of the brothers has and is like, I'm going to expose him. He'll be toppled as like. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Einstein's rule will end once and for all. I have the tapes. <laughs> he is not a psychic. That would be blackmailing. Yeah, exactly. He's sending burnt DVDs to his mail. Yep, I want 20% of all his winnings. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I went uh, deeper and I found... Um, deeper. <laughs> astrologyfutureeye.com where you can uh, actually uh, ask the mystic parrot yourself. Oh wow! So I went straight in, just like, what's the what's the meaning of life? Yeah. And he was like, "Ask within, and you will find the answer." And I was oh, like, oh, "Okay, yeah." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. It wasn't forty-two. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Ask so, within, you will find the answer. Yeah. That's a profound parrot. Yeah, it oh. is. It came a little too quick, I feel, for the uh, internet operator to actually read it and read it out to the parrot and then type it in again. It wasn't, a live, st- it wasn't a live stream with the parrot. <laughs> no. Oh. Didn't actually see a parrot. There was just a place where you could ask the parrot mm. and then uh, press send and then uh, you got the answer back. I'd expect a live stream of the parrot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but too quick. You think it was just loaded up. But maybe... <laughs> No. I don't know. Because he's a psychic parrot. So what, yeah, what he, he does is he come. knows, he just line cues him up and goes, right, well, this guy Fred's going to come up and then this other guy and then someone else. I'm really good with making up names, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and then because it's psychic, it knows what order to put the the answers in. Yeah. It, it can just cue it up forever and just go on parrot holiday. Yeah. With the other parrots. <laughs> The parrots of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. So then, further on this thread, I found out that 
in India, it's a big thing thing with uh, with actually parrots, some of the sacred animals, and a lot of mm. the um, the readers and the astrologists uh, they use parrots. So I saw a couple of videos of a little parrot, like with a real Indian guru, and the parrot would like hopple down and uh, pick out the three cards and put them in order, and then the, it would get a little nut from the <laughs> from the guru. Three cards. Yeah, you know, oh. and I don't know if it was tarot, but it was some sort of like reading thing. Ah. So the the parrot would pick the the magic cards. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. like six of clubs, seven of us. <laughs> <Like, yeah. laughs> uh, so it's like, uh, yeah, it's common practice in, in India where the gurus use the parrots to, you know. That's really cool, actually. Contact the god world and this stuff. Um, I found that one of the arguments for using parrots for prediction is that parrots has this sense when there's a storm coming that's it's it's actually it has a root to it, mm-hmm. this psychic parrot thing and so they would like they they would have a, a a knack of like being able to uh, feel when there's an earthquake coming or a storm and uh, get get out of the way so that's how they would would migrate when there would be storm they would uh, take shelter before time mm. and they can sense the magnetosphere yeah, and then I found someone actually trying to make proof of there being a clairvoyant uh, parrot, mm. and that that's Enkisi, uh, the psychic parrot uh, with a vocabulary of nine hundred fifty words. Mm. This is a classic domesticated parrot that good night and kiss kiss and uh, like rocking around uh, at home. And then got uh, Rupert Sheldrake, uh, a proper like Cambridge dude from something called the International Consciousness Conference. Uh, so they were going to do a controlled <laughs> experiments. And I think you, long yeah. time ago, I sent you this video. So what they're, the owner of this parrot, uh, she's claiming that the parrot knows what she's thinking about. Mm. Uh, or at least like what she's experiencing. Yeah. Um, so what they did was setting up two video cameras, one with the parrot and one with the girl, going down to the cellar and looking at pictures, and then the bird would yeah. squeak out words, and <laughs> it's, that yeah. would like match up. Uh, and on, on the video, it looks really impressive. It's like describing, uh, you know, uh, yeah. yeah. But they go. Don't th- lean out of the window, and this guy leaning out of the car window and stuff like that. Crazy stuff. Um, they go so far into explaining the time lapse as well. <laughs> yeah, there's the eight missing seconds, uh, which is a big thing. It's like, why is it not in sync? <laughs> it's so deep into the uh, believing in the, yeah. But if it, if it was real, then it was amazing. If it was real, but listen to this though. Uh, so he complied the list of 30 words from the bird's vocabulary that uh, could be re- represented by vis- visual images. So it's like they know yeah. these words. So and that was then made into a package of uh, 167 photos. But because only 20 of the photos corresponded to words on the list, the words list was reduced to 20. So they only used 20 words, but different photos for many of the words. Yeah. Um, and then a funny thing with it, which 
kind of shows that it's a, a smart bird that is just like that bird is just saying camera all the time because there's a camera filming it so yeah. it's just like rah, camera 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 and then like says something <laughs> uh, in between that <laughs> <laughs> camera 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 um <laughs> So anyway, so on the video it looks like he's hitting everything, right? But uh, the actual truth is uh, that he missed missed ninety four times um, <laughs> and hit twenty three times, That's <laughs> and not bad. Uh, ten of the twenty three hits uh, corresponded with the word flower, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, in Kisi fired off twenty three times during the trials. So he hit uh, the flower image on ten of them, but said the flower twenty three times. I wonder if that's above average. Like what if we, you and I, were to try and do that? I think like grand, yeah, yeah, but like out of twenty different things, and then just randomly saying what you think it is or guessing. But still getting them right one sixth of the time. Yeah, I think like twenty five percent is the cutoff for a significant. Mm. So um, it's like almost one third of the images and uh, more than half the hits came from just two of the nineteen pictures. Mm. So I feel that in and Kisi is a bit like. I don't know. It it didn't take long to debunk that uh, whole thing there. It hasn't really gone viral either, but it's no. a, it's a very <laughs> it's a very funny little video. But and also attached to that video where I found it was like uh, some Australian guy that just goes up the roof because he's just like finally it's proven that being a medium it doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's not dependent on the size of the brain. You can still have a t- peanut-sized brain and be a medium, yeah. which I agree. Like, there's no reason that uh, a, a human should be more clairvoyant than any sort of animal. If uh, if that were a thing. If if that would be a thing, and that's what we're trying to figure out, right? Yeah. Um, I've got to say, the most compelling argument for psychic um, parrots out of those lot is definitely the. Indian parrots. Oh, picking the cards? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That, that, to me, absolutely seems so legitimate because rather than you or I or the guru picking the cards, you're asking chaos to pick the cards. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not... There's no... That's the way. Like, that's how you really, truly get a random reading. <laughs> yeah, we need the parrot reading ASAP. But anyway, oh. so uh, listen to this though. Uh, a travel agent agency in Russia has uh, Macau uh, called uh, Roma, that mm-hmm. is uh, has become famous for uh, having um, psychic abilities to predict where <laughs> people should go on their holidays. <laughs> So uh, when uh, one lady was just like, should I go to Thailand? Should I go to Egypt? The parrot was just like, you're going to Thailand, baby. Uh, And then there was the the uh, Arabic Spring in uh, Egypt while she was in Thailand. So she got uh, that mess um, on her feet. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there was like one uh, that was like, should I go to Italy or France? And then the parrot was just like, go to Italy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she found the man uh, she then married. Yeah, mm. still together. <laughs> the, the video didn't say if they were still together. 
<laughs> That's an amazing bird, though. Yeah, Tra- sending them off. Um, so funny. So I don't know if it's the old uh, parrot thing where it's like uh, you set up two flags and put a peanut under each flag and then get the parrot to pick one, or if the parrot actually hacks on a globus globe or something. I think what you do is you teach the parrot the most expensive holiday destinations mm. and not the other one. And so you say, hey, which one do you reckon? Egypt or Thailand? And it only knows the word for Thailand because you've not <laughs> taught it Egypt. <laughs> That's the behind the scenes kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> so then you get more money for being a travel agent. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, sneaky. That's cool. Yeah. But the actual Psychic Parrot is... The Psychic Parrot Award. Yeah, that goes to the movie Psychic Parrot <laughs> from 1977. <laughs> uh, it's a fiction film uh, about a famous uh, Psychic Parrot has uh, a show on TV uh, every week. And one week it predicts the uh, end of the world. Mm-hmm. So the whole that's just the star of the movie, and then it follows this couple that's just like, all right, this is our last week on Earth. Uh, <laughs> and they try to make the most of their last week because this parrot has predicted the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, the parrot uh, explains that he's made a, made a mistake and the Earth wasn't ending. <laughs> the uh, parrot explains that. Yeah, the, the, the world isn't ending. And then the moon blows up all of a sudden. Ah. So I think that's a great plot twist. I'm sorry if someone's going to watch this film. Well, uh, I'd like to watch that film. Yeah, it sounds like it. it's oh got an owl written all over it, doesn't it? <laughs> Supplies, surprise plot twist, talking parrot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I find it very funny that suddenly the moon blows up and then it's like, oh, the parrot had it all along, but just the wrong. Uh, I think the moon blowing up would end the world. <laughs> yeah, would it? I would it offset us as much? as? Can't be good. No, it can't be good. <laughs> yeah, I hope no, like, we think moon is a hologram, so we're going to make a rocket and send it to the moon to prove that it's a hologram, people. Don't get the funding for doing that. And it explodes. Yeah. Mm. Well, as soon as you see a psychic parrot on television, I would say, uh, listen to what he has to say. Yeah. (laughs) But kind of, because he's not going to be quite right, (laughs) but he's going to be pretty close. Yeah. (laughs) So, but then we're nearing the end here. uh, But uh, of course, as we're suckers for uh, little uh, animal videos on, on the web, and also, even though I haven't gotten into it that much, just following specific animals on the on the net, like uh, the guy that was like, yeah, how is it to live with a raccoon mm-hmm. first three, three months and oh, stuff yep. like that. That was fun. That was very entertaining. <laughs> <coughs> so uh, I can recommend uh, Max TV. Uh, that's a... Uh, that's a parrot called Max that is uh, very emotional. <laughs> has its own YouTube channel. It has its own YouTube channel, and it's mostly like uh, Max and the owner just discussing all sorts of uh, stuff. Oh, and the parrot goes ape shit uh, when it's like uh, sensing that it's about to go to the vet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So the one I saw then it was like so first like get, having the biggest fit ever and like, refusing it and then it would go up to the kid that like it's it's got like a little cat's 
thing, uh, you know, the mm. cat Carrier. cage, because it's so big. Mm. Then it would go up to them to the to the fence and just tap its uh, its nails on it because it knows it's gonna <laughs> go to cut its nails. <laughs> just tap 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 tap, and they would go on for so long. But Max is like, yeah, he's a he's a free spirit, and I, he's really serious. But uh, it seems like it's a parrot that has fun. So um, yeah, it's a lot about the the parrot like discussing its toys, and the, you know, mm. like you can you can look at the train, but I don't like it and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me show you my room. Yeah. He, he he doesn't yeah. have the clearest pronunciation he likes gibberish as much as real words uh, but it's his performance is very genuine and very emotional which is <laughs> what i like some birds are you know are just calling off the 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 phrases exactly like the radio said it yeah but, uh, this guy is like uh, really discussing with the with his owner just jumping around but then uh, maybe the most extraordinary one I saw was Petra, which is uh, also an uh, African grey. But uh, that one has been uh, home with like um, with an artificial intelligence, like um, huh? you know, uh, like Siri, the app. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is like Alexa, so it's like uh, some bot that's plugged up to the internet and uh, responds to what you say like uh, the Siri app Mm. Um, so there's a video of the parrot just talking to the back and forth uh, with the the artificial intelligence (laughs) turning the lights off and on and uh, (laughs) and it's like (laughs) what do you want for Christmas want a peanut (laughs) Alexa, order peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how the parrot says it. Alexa, and then you see this thing just uh, turning on the uh, artificial intelligence thing and then coming with commands. Hello, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> so it can be interesting to see how this like relationship uh, develops and if it does. Keep an eye on it. And what it means to the parrot. I'm not sure what it means to the parrot if it's just passing the time, just calling out shots and then getting a response. Like we talked earlier, it's like parrots like to get a response. So. It's probably the perfect thing for a parrot. Yeah, it is. Maybe the those apps are actually best for parrots, not best for humans. Yeah. They're horrible for humans. Set to parrot mode. Yeah. Scratchy, scratchy, scratchy. Peanuts, peanuts. Peanuts. <laughs> yeah, they really want peanuts. Is that it? They love peanuts. They do lo- love seeds and nuts, and but as we talked about, they they love a lot of things. But they really have preferences. Um, but I think it's down to habit and personal from parrot to parrot. Yeah. Mm. That funny. is uh, all I had on my block about the parrots. Ah, it was um, definitely informative. What uh, what are you uh, what are your initial thoughts and reactions on uh, on what you learned about parrots? You knew a lot about parrots, but tried to forget, and then for to come fresh for this episode, right? But yeah. uh, you have your parrot experience, you know. Well, I knew nothing. No, <laughs> it turns out. Other than I've seen them on bicycles before. Mm. 
So um. personal <laughs> bicycles. <laughs> so personally, how you know how much do you think a parrot comprehends? Like, um, I guess it's one of those funny things because it's the way they always like a parrot can't help but look at you sideways. Yeah, you know, like yeah, and it always has that look on its like side of its face. They <laughs> send some signals about what they think. They all always look very serious. Yeah, and they're always kind of, like, shaking their head at you. Mm. And I guess, yeah, they are able to mimic you, which means there's going to be some comprehension. Mm. Like, they're not just mimic. I bet there's parrots that mimic other things as well. Like, maybe there's one that mimics the toaster or bell. Yeah, or a bell or, like, the vacuum cleaner or something. Yeah, they do phone and it's amazing what they can do with their language. But they don't. It's not like parrots talk to everything. Like parrots don't talk to the dog, to the other, to the dog in the house, do they? Like, they know to talk to humans. Oh, the bark, they know... the barking parrot. I'm yeah. sure you can find a barking parrot online. Imagine I'm gonna that. check that when I come home. <laughs> no, but it's cool. Like, I like parrots. Yeah. But I didn't know anything like that about parrots. Like, I didn't realize they'd been so extensively tested on. Yeah, but then there's the thing where they haven't tested what the parrot's actual natural language is and what it means. And that's really hard to research. But I think that's it. They can't come up with the right test. No. As all all animal tests suffer from that. that they yeah. can't figure out the right one. It'd be like me trying to set a Norwegian test without knowing Norwegian. Yeah. Or me being Norwegian and setting up a parrot test with yeah. no, no parrot experience. <laughs> Limited parrot experience. Limited. Now I'm Dr. Fred. Yeah. Knowledgeable about Seven, all parrots. And 17-year-old. <laughs> 17 years old, Dr. Fred. Yeah, but I, I can I can end on the note that I, I didn't find clear evidence that there are clairvoyant parrots there, but there are. They hit... They hit some things, and they hit more often than, for instance, yeah, a for clairvoyant sure. dog or something like that. And you did come across actual mystic, uh, a mystic parrot, <laughs> and a at least a parrot that was used in clairvoyancy. Yeah, <laughs> um, which was really cool. <laughs> did you uh, want to end on a story from the book, or have we? Let's see. Um, no, I think we we should uh, wrap it here. Actually, Alrighty. I think I think we got what we need. Yeah, for sure. I want to say uh, thanks a lot. I'm taking the holster roll again. I'm clinging to it. It's I'd hard. like to say thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Fred for doing your research. Oh, thank you, Al, our wonderful holster for you. Yeah, no, it was um, insightful. And it's- we're given me a lot to google yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we're excited for next week when um we go uh, bananas we go bananas we we say no more say no more <laughs> <laughs> not as good as a wink <laughs> all right for well all you animal lovers out there now i'm taking your role again so long parado files <laughs> <laughs> i'm not as good as it that's why <laughs> No, I didn't stop it. Oh. There, I stopped it. Goodbye. All right, we decided we want to hear the story after all. Uh, <laughs> so the... we're back with bonus material. 
Yeah. The B-sides, um, and here is uh, from our Bible. Um, it's Strange Power of Pets, uh, of course. And um, Le, yeah. with no further ado, here's uh, Alistair, uh, not Crowley, are. but... Let's see, let's, let's hear some real psychic proofing. Mac the Beaked Crusader routes robber. Shortly after midnight on June 13, 1990, 21-year-old Steve Gonzalez broke into Delights, a shop that manufactures commercial lightning in Glendale, California. <laughs> As he made his way cautiously towards the pitch-dark rear of the building, Gonzalez was unaware of two important things that would soon cause him a lot of trouble. The store had an alarm system that picked up noises and relayed them to a security firm, which called the police. Mac, a 15-year-old Macar, stood guard in person. As he felt his way in total darkness, Gonzalo approached Mac's perch. That was when Beaked Crusader decided the intruder had come far enough. On the pitch blackness came a screeching, scratching, biting fury. Gonzalez screamed in terror, completely unaware of what kind of demon of the darkness had attacked him. At the same time that the Big Mac attack was launched against Gonzalez, the security system recorded the macaw's blood-gardling squawks and screams, and the police were called. After a violent 30-second struggle and a badly bitten thumb, Gonzalez, at the last, <laughs> managed to get his first fist clamped around his assailant's tail feathers. So I'm going to stop doing the uh, <laughs> nightline. <laughs> and he dashed Mac to the floor. Ah. The would-be burglar, however, was so confused by the Night Stalker that he screeched and scratched at him from the darkness and he stumbled about in a daze, ignoring all the expensive luxury equipment surrounding him. In his bewilderment, he grabbed 11 watches and two steering wheels, <laughs> then decided to get out of the madhouse. <laughs> 11 watches. Like, <laughs> they're not watches, wrenches, sorry. Wrenches. Yeah. They're heavy. That Mac attack, eh? And he's in a... Yeah, fucking crazy. But then... But thanks to Mac, the featherweight champion of delights... This is a lighting store as well. Why is it selling wrenches and steering wheels? But thanks to Mac, the featherweight champion of delights, Gonzalez had been delayed long enough to be caught red-handed by the police as he was leaving the building. The investigating officers found Mac unconscious on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he recovered nicely from the skirmish. <laughs> Steve Darensburg, Glendale police detective, said later that Gonzalez had no idea what had hit him. All he knew was that some sort of monster was tearing at him in blood and screams. Mac delayed the burglar for the crucial 30 seconds that allowed us to apprehend the suspect. <laughs> Considering that the suspect is on probation for another burglary charge, Mac performed a great service. <laughs> That's crazy. 30 second response time for the police. No, the response time was this and that, but he's reckoning that the parrot delayed the crucial 30 seconds ah. extra. Ah, of course, because if they'd got there 30 seconds later... He would have been uh, gone. But that's always the case. Mm. If you're always 30 seconds late, then it's always a crucial 30 it's seconds. It's not exactly a psychic parrot, but it's uh, it's it's oh. definitely a guard parrot. Oh, it's not finished. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Paul, but it is, yeah, Paul Saravino, manager of Delights said that Mac is normally very gentle. He just will not tolerate a thief violating his turf. Mac was missing his tail section. He was in a lot of pain, Savino said. 
His spirits were down and he's not talking much. Gonzalez was charged with felony burglary and cruelty to animals. He pleaded <laughs> innocent Sorry. at his arraignment. <laughs> Deputy, Deputy District Attorney Michael Pargament acknowledged that Mech had delayed the burglar long enough so the police were able to catch him as he came out the front door with tools belonging to the store. Guard parrot. There we have it. Yeah. That's not bad. And then there's one more quick one about a different parrot. In the autumn of 1990, Barbara Platt of Thomaston, Connecticut, discovered she too had an attack bird. Miss Platt found herself in a frightening situation when a drunken man forced his way into her house and demanded to use the telephone. It's <laughs> horrifying, I shouldn't laugh. There was something about his crude and rough manner that told her that he wanted more than her more from her than the use of her phone. Okay. She screamed for help and Samantha, her twelve ounce African grey parrot, answered her call. Before the astonished invader could defend himself, Samantha had dive-bombed him three times, gouging his face with her razor-sharp beak and claws. At the same time, Goma, Miss Platt's 15-year-old chihuahua, decided to join the fray, and she proceeded to sink her teeth into the intruder's legs. She started yelling like crazy, Barbara Platt said, and he ran back into the night, stumbling and screaming in pain. Samantha saved my life. <laughs> Samantha and Goma were rewarded for their courage with juicy steak dinners. <laughs> and there we have it. Proof. <laughs> that they're good guard animals. You please. have to be psychic to know that um, the person that's breaking in is a bad guy. Cause yeah. Parrots. And not the future wife of... No, uh, husband of the... Yeah. Resident. She, they had to be, like you said, aware of the storm or aware of um, whatever to know that, hang on, this is somebody whose face I gouge. <laughs> like, yeah. And, yeah, how else is that communicated but psychically? Yeah, there you have it. That's proof. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. That's the bonus of this episode of Psychic Parrot. We'll be back with you next week or next month or... Before you know, squawk, 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 squawk.